Hello, and thank you for joining Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Isaiah 40, and it's a very important book. It's very impactful to me. It's a book about comfort, God comforting his people, and restoring them. And in today's world, where there's a lot of challenges going on, there's economic challenges, there's international issues, there's a lot of fear, and there's a lot of concern. I know for myself, I struggle. I have concerns about my my future um, in terms of a job. And I just know that overall, my friends have have challenges and struggles also. Um, there's so much uncertainty. I see it on social media, and I see it just in the people I talk to. So Isaiah 40 is about comfort. It's about the coming Messiah. And more importantly, though, that the God of this, this world, of this universe, who created all things, he loves us and he restores our strength. He restores us when we ask. So with that, I'm going to get into Isaiah 40, verse 1. Comfort, comfort, my people, say, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice of one calling, In the wilderness prepare the way for the Lord, make straight in the, in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all people will see it together. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So again, all people, not just Israel, we have been prepared and included in the future of the world. And God has always included those who aren't part of uh, Israel in his plans. A voice says, cry out. And I say, what shall I cry? All people are like grass and all their, their faithfulness is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall because the breath of the Lord blows on them. Surely the people are the grass, the grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God endures forever. So I know with my own, my own experience, my own self, and that's why I'm on this journey. I've had my faith has gone up and down. But ultimately, the word of, the, of God endures forever. And that's why it's so important for us to read daily our Bible and commit it to our hearts. You who bring good news to Zion, go up on a high mountain. You who bring good news to Jerusalem, lift up your voice with a shout. Lift it up, do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. See the Sovereign Lord comes with power, and he rules with a mighty arm. See his reward is with him, and his recompense accompanies him. He tends his flock like a shepherd, he gathers the lambs in his arms. He carries them close to his heart, he gently leads those that have young. So, as a shepherd tends to his flock, a shepherd will give, lay down his life for his flock. He will fight off the wolves, he'll fight off you know, the lions, whatever it might be. And he'll take care of the flock. If you're injured, he'll carry you. They protect their sheep. They protect their flock. Who has measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, or with the breadth of his hand marked off the heavens? 
Who has held the dust of the earth in a basket, or weighed the mountains on the scales, and the hills in a balance? Who can fathom the spirit of the Lord, or instruct the Lord as his counselor? Whom did the Lord consult to enlighten him, and who taught him the right way? Who was it that taught him knowledge, or showed him the path of understanding? Surely the nations are like a drop in a bucket. They are regarded as dust on the scales. He weighs the islands as though they were fine dust. Lebanon is not sufficient for altar fires, nor its animals enough for burnt offerings. Before him all the nations are as nothing. They are regarded by him as worthless and less than nothing. So the majesty of God, the, the sheer size of God, is something that we can't even really fathom. And Tozer talks about the majesty of God. In so many ways, his hypothesis goes, we have lost the understanding of, how, of God's majesty, of how immense, how powerful, how all-consuming he can be. And he is. That when you think about it, he's held the waters in his palm. The earth, the dust of the earth is like nothing to him. He carries it in his basket. It's amazing. It's, we can't comprehend God. And that's why he made us. You know, they talk about, oh, we're made in God's image. We're made in God's image that we can understand, not who he truly is. With whom then will you compare God? To what image will you liken him? As for an idol, a metal worker cast it, and a goldsmith overlays it with gold, and fashions silver chains for it. A person too poor to present such an offering selects wood that will not rot. They look for a skilled worker to set up an idol that will not topple. Do you not know? Have you not heard? As it has been told, told you from the beginning, have you not understood since the earth was founded? He sits enthroned above the circle of the earth, and its people are like grasshoppers. He stretches out the heavens like a canopy and spreads them out like a tent to live in. He brings princes to naught and reduces the rulers of this world to nothing. No sooner are they planted, no sooner are they sown, no sooner do they take root in the ground. Then he blows on them and they wither, and a whirlwind sweeps them away like chaff. To whom will you compare me? Or who is, equal, who is my equal, says the Holy One? Lift up your eyes, look up to the heavens. Who created all these? He who brings out the starry host one by one, and calls for each of them by name. Because of, the, of his great power and mighty strength, not one of them is missing. Why do you complain, Jacob? Why do you say, Israel? My, my way is hidden from the Lord. My cause is disregarded by my God. Do you not know? Have you not heard? The Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired or weary, and his understanding no one can fathom. He gives strength to the weary and increases the power of the weak. Even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So this is all about encouragement and comfort. Someone is going to be sent to us, a comforter. He'll be called out and identified by 
someone in the, in the calling out in the wilderness to prepare his way, which is most apparently John the Baptist. But the rest of the book, or the majority of the book, then or chapter, goes in and talks about the majesty of God, his power, his ability to do anything, to have built the world and created it. And then he asks, how can you compare me? To what do you compare me to? An idol? When you're talking about the creator of the world, he, he, we can only use words and ideas that our minds can, can imagine. But he's so much more than that. And he's on our side. He will renew our strength. He will take care of us. He will lift us up as if on wings of, of eagles. God is there for us in these tough times, in these challenging times. Some people aren't having challenges economically, but then they're stressed about COVID. They're stressed about family members. They're stressed about the war. There's so many things to be concerned about. And that's why we need to commit the Bible, his word to our hearts and understand and lift up our prayers to him because he loves each of us. He's made all of us and he will have, he will take care of each and every one of us. It may not be the way that we think he should, but his plan is much greater than our plans. He sees the past, the present, and the future. And he has your life in his hand. And he knows you and he loves you. He loves me. And he's here for us. With that, I'm going to just close up in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful day. Thank you for a great week. Um, a week that's been very interesting. And I just lift up our coming week. I pray that those of us who are discouraged, that you would, you would encourage them, that they would see your majesty and know that you are on their side. I just pray for our nation. I pray that our leaders would, would hear your voice and that they would walk and turn to you and seek out your guidance in everything they do. I pray for the people who are being injured and killed over in Ukraine. I pray for them and that they would be comforted, their families would be comforted, and that your angels would be about all of them. I pray for your angels to be about us and our families, and may we bring you honor and glory this upcoming week. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. And thanks for joining me on my journey back to God.